have you been? Guys, nothing has changed for you. Can, can we be careful with that one? Motherfucker, sit down, shut up, stay in your own lane. I'm sorry, I didn't get that memo. This guy comes into your house as a guest and then takes a giant shit on your living room floor. I, I can't blame you because after all this time, I should have just trusted you without saying it. Cappy's got a jar of peanut butter there somewhere. Uh, the only way that dog could tolerate him. I'm too tall for that. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. And there goes the monetization. Birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. What the fuck? Red evening. It's better than work. <laughs> it still never gets home. No, it never gets home. Hey, Jack, how have you been? That feels so good. <laughs> it's, it's nice to be on the other end, uh, finally. Right. I've been good. I've been good. The wrist is going better. Not wait, as good as I wanted to. What, but... what, wait, whoa, what? Oh, you didn't know? I didn't I tell you? you? No. I, I guess apparently I'm, you know, two-bit hairy here. What the fuck did you do to your wrist? I sprained my wrist about five weeks ago during kickboxing. You never told me that you sprained your wrist. I didn't? No. You didn't see the tape? No. Oh. oh, well, I sprained my wrist five weeks ago, and for the last couple of days, it finally stopped hurting. <laughs> Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. I'm glad you're on the mend. Yeah, it had been hurting for about four to five weeks. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, this no. isn't good. So I went to the physical therapist uh, two weeks ago. I'm like, oh, tell me it isn't arthritis. Tell me it isn't. Man, <laughs> it's like not at your age. Well, it's a third, apparently it, it's, uh, it shows up around your 30s, apparently. Apparently. Yeah, with the beating I've been giving my wrist with heavy lifting and shit like that. And, of course, the lonely nights. I mean, let's be honest here. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, somebody's going to make the joke anyway. Hey, so hey, Well, the you know what? I, I got to throw this up then. <laughs> well, people are going to learn that the hard way. Yes, 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 there are. Because, you know, Occam's razor, you know. It's, you know, the, the simplest answer is probably the most accurate. And that's why I had to kind of vague tweet about, hey, just hear me out, kids. Just hear me out. Maybe, just maybe, he did it. <laughs> you know, if Ryan wanted to pull the ultimate troll, he just sent a copy. Oh, dude, he should so do that. And what would make it even more hilarious is, is if, like, he like filmed himself putting it in the mail. It's got the envelope with Andrew Tate's name on it, all that shit, and he puts it in the mail. That would be so fucking awesome. It would be hilarious if he did something like that. Uh, it, would, it would be a troll, but l let's not go there. I don't want to. It's Saturday morning. I mean, I've got good shit going on. Did you see that tweet I made, by the way? Which one? Of my new client. So he... Um, oh, the one that built his own fucking squat rack? He built... His own squat rack. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty just, cool. Just so you know, if you ever become my client and make excuses, he built his own squat rack. I'm just saying, if you're going to have an excuse, you got to have a good one because this is the bar right now. <laughs> 
All right, this guy went out and built his own squat rack. That's how fucking serious he is. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, he went to Planet Fitness, and they only have the Smith machine there. And if you don't know what the Smith machine is, that's like the, the squat rack with the bar in it that's being guided for yeah, you. Yeah, I, okay. I, I We have them here, too. So that way, you, you kind of have to do proper form, and it reduces the chance of injury so you're not a complete moron, basically. Yeah, and, and neurologically, it's a detriment because you're not really adapting to any movements you're not uh keeping right. balance yourself right, right. etc and you're doing the work for you right yeah you're limited in your movement as well so i asked him like is there a possibility that you could maybe go to a gym nearby that has a proper squat right if not we're going to work with this and we're going to work our way around it he's like oh i've got a i've got a better idea built his own squat rack. it's like Dude, that's awesome. I mean, but that's the that, that's the people you want to work with. Right. But I also noticed because he had his bar in there too, and he had fucking cinder blocks for his weights. That was awesome. I'm like, dude, now there's a guy who's like, fuck it, I don't have I don't have weights. So what have I got? Well, I got some fucking cinder blocks laying around here. I'll just use these bitches. Oh, I loved it. It was great. I mean, that's the people you want to train. No excuses, thinking solutions. Right. <sighs> Hey, look, start of the year. Look, Jack, it, it's Dante the Diamond Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Diamond. You got one for us? You pooping one out? Just saying, Dante. <laughs> oh, shit, look who's here. It's the guy. Hello. Who, uh, he, he finally hit a 1,000, you know, but he did it in like like – 700% faster than I ever did. So I can't, I, you know, I want to throw shade at Red Hawk, but I really can't because it's like, you started your YouTube channel like what, three weeks ago or something, dude, and you're already hitting a thousand. I started mine back in, well, at least as far as this space goes, back in 18, and I just barely hit a thousand. So congrats, mm. man, for that, that you did hit it. That's awesome, dude. I think the secret is youth because I believe. He did it faster than I did, but I did it in a year. See, I and, like I said, it took me fucking years. Yeah. Hawk did it, I believe, in six, maybe eight months. Well, maybe. Hawk's in the chat. He can tell us how fast he did it. Mm -hmm. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try and speculate. I just know he's gotten there way quicker than I did. I took the long, you know, I took the scenic route. It, nice. it was Ryan that actually, I don't think he meant it like seriously, but he kind of shamed me on Twitter one day when he's like, dude, you're not at a thousand yet. What the hell are you doing? You know, you're fucking the dog or what? And it's like, you know, and I thought about it and it was like, oh man, I, I got to get this fucking number up. So then here we are. Mm -hmm. No, but what else I've been doing? So the wrist is doing better. I collected the first series of um the entire collection of my pokemon cards the last one is on its way here which was an absolute drag to get because when you are collecting pokemon cards sellers like to um make it nicer than it is where it's like oh it's a near mint don't worry yeah 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 yeah, yeah. show me some photos it's not fucking near mint like, no, that's not even close. Like edges and corners completely brutalized and blah blah. Oh, but I found cool. one on eBay and they presented it like on a on a nice beautiful stand. And they're like, here it is. We think it's near mint, but please look at the photos and make your own conclusions. I'm like, first of all, the way you present it is already to my liking. 
where it's like, hey, we consider that this, however, make your own judgment. Then you already got me. Where it's like, hey, good. These people have some decency. Looked at the card, looked absolutely great. And they're selling it for less than most near mint sellers were selling it. So it's on its fucking way. And then I have the first series complete. Five more to go. Where did I start? Um, what else? Down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I wanted to start training again, but I put it off because of the wrist. So I'm starting that tomorrow. Just mm. taking it slow. Sure. Had had one shift at the factory because I found I found out the working schedule of the best um the best team, the guys who I got along with the most. I got their I got their schedule and I'm like, okay, so that's when they're working, so that's when I'm working. Good. Other than that, I didn't do much. Yeah, I got this. And I like it already. Can we just can we just count our lucky stars for Ryan? Can we just be grateful for the man? Where it's like when people find us out online and it's like, oh, you're part of the manosphere. It's like, no, 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 no. We we don't belong to the white claw power hour. Okay. <laughs> we we <laughs> don't belong there. Please. We're not top G's. Right. No. It's like, can we just be thankful for the representation Ryan gives us? Where it's like, oh, you're you're part of like the, the supercar family. It's like, no, 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 no. No. Uh, this guy, we're 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 in with him, and then you show a video of Ryan. It's like, oh wow, he's actually pretty cool. It's like, yeah, I know, right? Like that's well, that's what well, we're for. Yeah, and and I agree with you, but I I have to, you know, we're gonna just just alter, you know, I'm I'm steering the the good pirate ship lollipop here. We're just gonna course correct a little bit. I didn't so agree to that name, by the I way. I don't care. It's my show tonight. That's why I said the red evening with the one where Rob hosted. Okay. So I'm course correcting a little starboard on that remark. And, and that is, and, and I've seen Ryan do this a few times. And most of the guys, the, the point goes right over their fucking head. And that is where he's had women on his stream or he's been invited onto one of their streams. And I'm sitting there, you know, and of course the, the retards start, oh, look, he's sipping for the whammon and the whammon shouldn't be here. And I'm like, you guys are missing the fucking point. He's trying to show you here's a, a regular dude having a regular conversation with a regular woman. This is how it's done. It's demonstrate, don't explicate. And that's what I meant because he went on with Chrissy Mayer. Yeah, I caught some of that. Such a pleasant conversation. Yeah. It's like, there's how you do it. It's like, thank you. Thank you, sir. It's like you maple syrup slurping moose hunting Navy guy. Thank you. Right. <laughs> this I mean. is what I can show my peers. You know, it's like, hey, I'm part of a, a like male self-development space. Oh, you mean those? No, 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 no. Here's what I mean. And then you just show them, right? It's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. It's like, thank you. <laughs> of all the people in the world. An ex-Navy. <laughs> love it. Don't you just love it? The normal people. Right. And that's, that's I remember when he, the, the first time when he brought that uh, Danny California chick. I don't even yeah. think she's around anymore. I haven't seen her around in a long time. No, she married Bobby Dino, I believe. Or something. No, she didn't marry Bobby Dino. Didn't she start dating him? No. 
Then who was that? I don't know. Bobby Dino's been married for a while. No, and it's not it's not Danny California. Isn't he? You're talking about Bobby Dino, ex-con Bobby Dino, right? I was just about to say, is Bobby Dino not some kind of guy who was like married to the job? My favorite position is CEO. Maybe you and I are thinking of two different Bobby Dinos. The Bobby Dino I'm thinking of is the, the ex-con turned conqueror guy. Yeah, you that's know? who I meant. Yeah, that's the guy that was hanging out with Tate and all these other motherfuckers. And now he's doing an about face. He's doing a, I got to keep my hands off, you know, because of the current, in light of current events. Why is it so hard for people to admit, dude, I was a fanboy of him when I started out and I learned the hard way. Was I dumb? Yes. Did I learn? Yes. There. Well, you know, and it's just funny because I, I did a, a blog post back in 19 called Open Letter to the Unfuck, un, you know, Get Unstuck Guy. And it was about a specific individual back then. Okay. Yeah. And it's just funny how I'm looking at that, that post going, okay, it's still, it's still, it's not necessarily evergreen, but it's still relevant when I'm seeing in light of current events and who's involved and who's on the periphery and who was doing what back then. And I'm like, oh shit, you know, look at this shit coming all the light, all this crap coming up. And that's why I said, maybe just maybe he did it. You know, and all the other guys jumping ship or, 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 or all of a sudden, you know, content starts disappearing. <laughs> it's Roman McClay all over again. Well, it is, but without the murder. Yes. Yes. You know, at least in this case, you know, we don't have, uh, you know, we don't have a murderer and getting suicided by cop. But otherwise, it it kind of is. It it's kind of the same shit. It's like, when will you fuckers learn that all your gurus on the internet are fucking retards? Okay. I'm gonna clip that. Do it. I'm gonna clip that. When Do will it. you learn? When will you fuckers learn? <laughs> Perfect. There you go. I'll, I'll you know hush for a minute. I'll, I'll give you the best one. I'll give you the best take. Take three. Here we go. So, shh. when will you fuckers learn? There. There's your clip. Mm. Okay. No, the other one was better. Well, it, you know, you take whatever one you want. You got like three takes. I'll, I'll, I know I'm gonna see memes showing up on Twitter with this one, and I, and I'm, and I'm proud of you guys for doing that shit. Did you, did you see my memes yesterday? It's like, oh my god. And I've said this before, and I will say it again. You think the manosphere is bad? Just wait till you see the fitness space. Oh no shit. <sighs> <laughs> right chest, right. More Corey Capella, less mass shooter. Yeah. But most oh, but. Of you retards don't fucking get that shit. That's why I'm just saying, you know, and, and it just seems, I mean, it, it's kind of hard. I hate to say this because I don't want someone to, you know, take it out of context, but it's kind of hard to top Roman McClay. Okay. It really kind of is. Don't challenge them, Rob. I know, don't. I, know, I am not telling them, you know, you got to one up old Roman. No. That is not what I'm fucking suggesting, fucking internet retards. But it kind of is hard to top that because, you know, the only way you can top that is it's got to be a bigger body count, I guess. But otherwise, you know, th this is the next best thing, you know, and, and, and I already, you and I have talked privately about, you know, we have our own little uh, bingo card, if you will. 
about gurus and and who's the next one to either pull a Tate or pull a Roman or pull whatever. Elliot Rogers. Yeah, you know, you and I have our own bets on that one of of who's next. And and I'm still watching them. And and one of the ones that you kind of brought up a little while back is from what I'm seeing is still pretty much on course. That it's like, eh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't see that one course correcting anytime soon. Oh, would somebody please pick up that phone because I fucking called it. Right. I, I think it's coming. I think 2023, not only are we going to get more of the same bullshit and more grifters and more whamming in the sphere and all that shit that everybody loves to hate. But I think you're going to see a couple of the bingo card guys show up and... I'm I'm now not only watching for the ones that you and I have, you know, placed our bets on. I'm looking at the new upcomers because whatever happens with Tate, whatever happens with these potentials, you know, maybe it takes them a little longer, maybe it happens tomorrow, who knows. I uh, I'm wondering who's what who number 1 is going to fill the the Andrew Tate vacuum. You know, who's who's going to take place for him while he's, you know, rotting in a Romanian jail. You know what I'm very disappointed about? That nobody jumped on my tweet, what is old as new again? None of you, not even the old timers. Or you completely I, missed it. I don't care. You and I even watched that documentary together. No, we didn't watch it together. No, we didn't. I, I, did, I did watch it in Philly. Well, apparently you... Paul wants to be on the bingo card. Okay. Oh, don't. No, you guys were still asleep at like six in the morning while I was bored. <laughs> but go watch the most hated man on the internet. Oh, I've seen that. That was the revenge porn guy. The he had the website, the like what what was it called? Who's up.com or something like that. Something like that. Or you but know, go, who's go.com or something. Yeah, I've seen it. It's actually pretty funny. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, that, but, but that's that's the manosphere right there, is that fucking guy. You and when I watched that documentary, you and I had the same conversation. And guess what? Six months later, here it is. Yep. I called it. I fucking called it. Well, like I said, you know, you 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 and I we, we've had our own little private, you know, who who's gonna be the next, you know, alpha male to pull a Jack Murphy or to pull a Pat Stedman or you know, whatever. The, you know, the latest blowout that gets them, you know, either dead or incarcerated. And uh you 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 brought up a very strong contender that I was like, yeah, I can't argue that one. Um, like I said, there's a couple others I've been eyeballing from a distance that I'm like, oh, okay, look at this guy. I better keep an eye on this guy, see what he does, you know? And then I'm I'm just waiting for the, the new Messiah to emerge from the shadows because that motherfucker's there somewhere. He's incubating right now, waiting, you know, for his moment to step into the vacuum now that, you know, Top G is going to be, you know, bottom bitch or something. It's it's almost like Dragon Ball Z. There's a new villain every arc. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, chesty, chesty, chesty. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and what about me what am i then paul uh, what am i where, where where's my thing there it is chesty <laughs> oh shit oh shit then what am i like uh, god fuck what is, what is that oh no 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 no, 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 no. wheel <laughs> 
No, wait. There's a. Uh, there's a. There's a. <laughs> the return of culty bra. Oh, ooh. So chest wants in on the on the the spurred pool. That's what we're gonna call this thing, Jack. We're gonna call it the spurred pool. And so you and I have, you know, we have our contenders that we're not going to announce on camera. We just, you know, you guys get to place your own candidates up there. You you decide and, you know, you may be, you know, you might be placing it on the same candidates we have. But, you know, Chesty brought a new one in because I, I forgot all about Colty other than, you know, Andrew Tate bragging to Rich Cooper about how he doxed him. But it's like, oh yeah, there's that guy. But the return of Culty Bra. Okay, so there's our there's our Spurg pool for 2023. Is that is is that your final answer, Chest? <laughs> maybe maybe it's gonna be Michaela Peterson. I think we're gonna see that. We're gonna see the rise of a female masculine guru. Oh, I'm calling dude, it right that, now. That's calling it right now. That's inevitable. Dude, well, you got to remember, and, and Chesty will know this. You probably do too, Jack, but Chesty definitely knows. Uh, Dr. Babe Love. Yeah, uh, but she, she wasn't that tried. huge. No, but she was trying. She was just ahead of her time in that sense. That she kind of, if she would have done the bullshit she did back then, a few years ago, if she'd have done it now, she might actually be that contender you're talking about because the manosphere is ripe for it now. Okay. But when she was doing it, she was a bit early is what it was because even not just the Spurgs, you know, didn't want whamming in the sphere, but even a lot of the, the, the more adjusted content creators were kind of like, shh, sit down. It's okay. You know? So she was just, she kind of jumped the gun on that one. She wasted, she missed an opportunity because she was premature is what happened with Dr. Babe Love. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen content of hers, but I will guarantee you it will happen. Oh, it shit. Will. <laughs> what, hasn't she already? Oh. 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 No, no, no. I'm kidding. Some of you guys all know someone who's like this Sarah Don Moore. I have no fucking idea who that even is. I I have no idea. I liked uh I like Daniel's comment. It's gonna oh. be Kate. Oh, oh. Dude, uh -oh. Kate, Kate has better frame than 80% of you fuckers. Dude, she has better frame than 90% of you fuckers. I mean, Tate grew on me. I mean, she grew on me like a tumor, but Same she bro, grew on no. me. She was the original bratty little sister. You know that song? You grew on me like a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin's a over-under depends on who your fucking candidate is, Red Hawk. Because, you know, and that's that's one of those private things that there are certain candidates that if you were to name them, you, you, it's going to be like a two to one or a one and a, a one and a half because it's going to be an easy one. Okay. But if you bring up something pretty fucking obscure, it's like, okay, well, that's like a 10 to one right there, man. Mm -hmm. And then if you hit it, that's good money, but don't hold your breath, bro. But, but where are my manners, Rob? Yes. How have you been? Oh, my week. Well, I was off on Monday because it's my normal day off, but I got it paid because we observed New Year's on Monday since it fell on Sunday. So I had a paid day off instead of just a regular day off. Um, Tuesday was actually pretty light. I was actually shocked. I kind of had to detect the dog on route. 
Wednesday made up for Tuesday because I when, once I started, I didn't quit till five o'clock. And all I wanted to do was go home and lie down and die. Thursday was, eh, it was average. It wasn't heavy. It wasn't light. Today was heavier. But boy, I'll tell you what, I knocked it out. And I even went and did some other guys' work. And then I came here and then you hit me up and said, hey, you want to host the fucking show? And I'm like, ooh, ooh, because now it's my turn. (laughs) And here we are. Oh, shit. So that Sarah's making videos about no more Mr. Nice Guy, huh? <sighs> you know, this This is what I love about some of you guys like Red Hawk, Paul. Okay, you guys, you're doing all the dirty work and the heavy lifting for an asshole like me. Because, you know, you're the ones digging into the nonsense and the bullshit. I, I just get on Twitter to drink and talk shit with Jack and talk shit with Nick and do shows like this. And so you guys just fill me in, you know, it's, it's like I have a whole group of atoms. It's fucking great. Mm. Look, the thing is, I, I don't mind when girls are like, oh, no, men are facing issues. First of all, are they really issues or is that like the narrative? That's number one. But they will inherently never understand what is actually in No More Mr. Nice Guy. And that's OK, but it's just something where it's like, honey, that's just not your thing or it's not, it's not your experience. So you're never going to really know. Like we, I I appreciate the effort, but just leave things to where they belong. You know, like if you want to give it to your brother or your dad, fine, sure. But don't go sit here and advocate like, you know, the thing because yeah, just, Oh, but of course, there are going to be some guys, oh, but she cares about men and blah, blah, blah. She knows. She just knows me so well. It's like, yeah. Well, let him burn. Well, here's here's a funny thing that I can think of, too. Okay. Talking about, you know, whamming, reading about no more, no more Mr. Nice Guy. And, and we've all said it. It's in the Red Pill sidebar, all that shit, that that's one of the books, you know, you should read. Um. How many of you have actually fucking read it and actually done the work? That's dude, the, the assignments in there? Oh, dude, they're fucking brutal, some of them. Oh, yeah, that was very confrontational. I really? wrote a lot of shit about my brother in there. <laughs> that's the thing, but I would say the average guy either A, has never read the book, he may own it and have it on his bookshelf collecting dust, or if the guy has read it, he's read it. That's all he's done. He's not actually done the assignments. He's not done the work. Because if if there's any one book that I know that was probably the most terrifying in a way and the hardest thing I've ever read, it was No More Mr. Nice Guy. Because, man, it showed me blind spots that I was just like, oh, my God, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, but you actually have to do the assignments. Right. That's what I'm saying. How many guys have actually done the fucking work? Because I'm yeah. thinking it's less than 2%. The they mental model I had. Wrote it. You know, they may have read it. They, I own it and I've read it. Yeah, but did you actually sit down with like a notebook and actually do the fucking exercises? Dude, that was so confrontational. The things I had to write about my parents and brother and why, the, why I viewed myself the way I viewed myself because of certain, certain things that happened. It's like, oh, damn. 
But then you actually start to realize that the image you have of yourself is a fabricated image um, portrayed by the experiences you had with others. Right. Well, a lot of people don't get there. I mean, men with no frame and what they do. Wine more, please. It's best, best and most relevant essay ever written. That thing is evergreen. Yeah. That thing is evergreen. But oh well, soup themselves. And th this is also a thing. What was it? And Ryan makes that comparison all the time. Like I'm red pill. Red the cover of the rational male, and I now red pill. Then you mentioned human sock puppet. Rule zero, dad. Why more, mm -hmm. please? Uh -huh. Uncle Vaz. Exactly who? The rat. The fuck? I still need to narrate that. I still yeah. need to narrate that one. The rat. Such a good thing. Such a good post. It shows you. It's like ugly motherfucker. What the fuck? <laughs> Still got laid more than it, anyone well, else. It ties into that whole, that little post about, you know, I, I forget the original name, but it's that one that, you know, if you don't give a fuck, you get more ass than the guy who does. You know, the key, oh, you know, the key yeah. is not giving a fuck, you know, it's like, and it's way down on that sidebar and almost nobody fucking talks about that post, you know, and mm. it's just like, Wow, y'all love your hypergamy. Y'all love being the prize, and and everybody talks about frame, but they get it so fucking wrong that Ryan wrote a book about it. You know, those everyone that's subjects near and dear to everybody's heart. But then there's the one that to me is like the nuclear bomb of all of them, which is you know the guy who who's fat and doesn't give a fuck. He's fine with it. Gets more ass than you. The guy who couch surfs and doesn't want to work for a living and he's fine with that gets more ass than you. And I'm like, oh my god, there it is. That the real key here is stop giving a fuck. Oh shit, Dark Knight Dev. Hey, we got to do the thing. Dark Knight Dev for the $5 super chat. Reddit done some of the work and got into it with my aunt, father, and some chicks who thought I turned into an a-hole. Dude, it, it's a brutal book. If you do the work, it is actually probably one of the most brutal books I've ever read. But you will get so much from it, but it can be fucking painful. I gave it to my friends, and you know exactly who did the work and who didn't. Oh, yeah. Especially Especially a couple of years down the line, Watson read it. Watson did the work. Hmm. What well, was I? Know, I wanted to you know oh yes, I say they always out themselves. I I kind of yeah. want to see who brings it up on Twitter. You know, talks about no more Mister Nice Guy, and then just kind of poke. Oh, and see who starts a holy war on you, right? Because they're gonna out themselves at that point. Because it's like you fucks didn't read it, or if you did, you didn't do the goddamn assignments. Yeah, but I mean, let's be seriously. We actually went through somebody starting a so-called holy war on a fucking Canadian asshole. <laughs> we actually went there. It's like, yeah. come on. It's like, we're not Brock Lesnar or Hulk Hogan here, okay? Well, apparently we are, but... And uh, Dante mentioned Whisper. I tried Whisper once, and people in the comments were like, yeah, let, let Ryan do that, okay? You just do Uncle Fast. I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. I'll take the L. I'll take the L. The bit we're talking about, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Hey, Chessie, I'm narrating that. Ian Ironwood in the history of the Manosphere. I am doing an audio reading of that. It's long, but it's good. Yeah. It's good. I'm, where am I? Where am I at, at that thing? Let me see, because I quit for a moment. As I do with most of my narrations. Where is it? The Manosphere. I am at MRAs. 
So I've done chapter. I've done. I've done a pretty penny of it. Rise of feminism is done and is uploaded. Uh, yeah, now working on MRAs, and that's going to be free on YouTube anyway for the people who wonder. No, Paul, I have not. I have not read that. No, there's a reason I haven't read that. By the way, that this I'm, I, I'm talking about the comment I just threw up. If that's if you yeah no, no 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 yeah yeah, 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 yeah. no I'm. Because I came to know of that after Glover went on the hypergamy isn't real route and more of an more of an anti-red pill marketing where I'm kind of like, yeah, that's probably gonna influence the book. But it might. It's hard. Yeah, to Red say. Red Hawks likes those. Thank you, Red Hawk. I appreciate that. But yeah, it's like uh it's same as Shanti Smith. Like, okay, is his book helpful? Probably. I read it. Talking about yeah, you're talking about tactical tactical guy. Yeah, the tactical guy to women. So is it bad? No, absolutely not. Stuff out of it, but I I didn't find it to be like quintessential. I didn't find it to be revolutionary. It was nothing I hadn't read before. It reminded me of Corey Wayne. So it's kind of like yeah, guys, this isn't new. And then no offense to the good doc. Uh, There was was book, but. It, it, there wasn't anything, like you said, there wasn't anything revolutionary in there for me when I read it. No, there was a there was a guy in my comments a while back, like, Cappy makes me depressed. Of course, Cappy does. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean by that? He's like, yeah, well, it all seems so empty. And I honestly told him, I was like, mate, um, you sound like you need a professional. Go look up Sean T. Smith. Right. Where it's like, yeah. I mean, he specializes in helping men. Right. So in that case, I would recommend the iron shrink. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if, you know, you meet a guy that's actually hurting that bad, it's like, yeah, you might actually want to talk to a professional and this is probably that guy. Yeah. You know, that I, I would agree with that. You know, um, just thinking, cause I know Nick and I, we, we talked about this, man. I was fucking loaded too, because I think you brought up no more Mr. Nice guy in the original rational mail. And there was another one he brought up. Oh, uh, when I say no, I feel guilty. Is that the one he brought up? I don't think he brought that one up. Those usually go hand in hand. No, remember the nice guy. And uh, when I say no, I feel guilty. Chesty, Ryan and I did a did a talk on when I say no, I feel guilty. Long ago. That, that might have been one of the first where I showed my face. Could be. Yeah. What a hassle that was. Oh, should I? Should I not? Who cares? Well, and that's because you were the one talking to me about it, going, should I, shouldn't I? I'm like, dude, nobody knows you. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. You're, the SJW mob's not going to come down your throat. No one gives a fuck. So Because I ain't shit, and that's okay. Exactly. Look, I've seen what guys who are a shit do, and at this point, I don't want to be one. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I've seen what alpha males do. I don't want to do that. That's a good book. Practical female psychology. That's a good nice. one. There nice. are a couple I still haven't read. The Red Queen is one. It's okay. Still, I've read that one. It's still good. Still need to practical female psychology by Athel K. Is that, that uh, is that by uh, Athel? No, that is not Athel. That, Who's Athel? Oh, uh, male strategy. The, yeah, he did the male action plan originally before he brought his wife in and turned it all to shit. I'm reading Why Women Have Sex, but I've got like oh, that's shit. a good one too. Well, and I got a ton of shit too, and that's the thing where I I kind of it, it's something because I've had some guys, you know, like I thought you were allergic to reading, and I know they're fucking with me. But the truth is, I'm a voracious reader. I read a lot of stuff. You just don't. You just don't jerk off about it online. <laughs> well, I don't jerk off about it. And the other part too 
is, and this is the part where I do make fun of guys because I've been that guy is I see guys, you know, yeah, I've read rational mail 10 times and I've read no more Mr. Nice guy 15 and I've watched all of Rolo's content back to back for, you know, a 385,000 day binge. And I bought this guy's course and that guy's course. But, you know, all I need is just one more book, just one. And then, then I'll be ready to go out and talk to the women. And it's like, dude, I've been there. I did that back in my 20s. I did the same shit. At some point, you got to put the books down. You got to stop watching the videos and you got to go outside and talk to women. That's just what it is. You can't compensate and hide behind the book. You can bury your nose in it for only so long, and then you have to go outside and fucking put it to practice. I thought about that yesterday. Like, why did I actually come into this space? Because I, <laughs> I never had issue, like, getting them. My biggest problem was keeping them. Like, that. it's like losing your ex. That's where I got. And the biggest lesson I ever learned in this space was, uh, wasn't, that women don't care about income, but more about excitement. Right. And like that's the, that's the number one lesson. They do not care about money. They do not care about money. They care about what money can give them in the form of excitement and whatnot, but they do not care about money. No, that's, that's the biggest lesson I learned. That's the one thing right. I needed to learn from Rolo. Because, right. But other than that, I'm kind of like, yeah, I know this. I know this. But Yeah. But a lot of, I don't know, like I said, I never had trouble getting them. I had trouble keeping them because I I um, divulged into the whole income matters thing. Oh, boy. It's like, oh, no, we've been together for so long and I'm not earning enough and blah, blah, blah. Well, nobody ever cared until I did. <laughs> exactly. It's not an issue until you made it one. <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean – and that's why I see that whole six figs thing for what it is. It's just playing to insecurities. All marketing is playing to insecurities. Of course it is. Some are just more blatant about it than others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on, people. Yeah, women only care about six figs. Only if you let them. Only if you let them. <laughs> but most people let them. Just show them your sportler certificate, Jack. You'd be surprised how oftentimes that works. I got, I got a new match now who asked about my Legos because I had it in my bio. So fuck you. <laughs> Not you, Dan. Not you, Dan. Dan, you're great. Daniel's awesome. He's saying but, it to, you know, just the random asshole who cares about other shit, right? And I get that, you know. But that's, that's where I'm thinking, you know, that not giving a fuck is probably your most potent tool the the weapon whatever you want to call it is that when you get to a point that you genuinely don't care because i've guys i'm there i've been there and that's it's 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 not a state but it kind of is you just get the point that oh this chick doesn't like it ah that's okay fine go away oh this chick does like it okay cool come here oh this one over here is indifferent well yeah it is. It's it's kind of frame in a way, you know. I I need to get it before I can you know make my comments about it. So that that's on the list of something to get. It's the same font as the rational mail, by the way. So I gotta wear my readers, is what you're saying, because it's teeny tiny font. Yeah, it is. That that kind of sucks. I I thought it was a nice detail, actually. No, I mean I get it, and and I like that for the I guess the nostalgia value, if you will, the hat tip or whatever you want to call it but 
But I, I, dude, I, I had to get readers to read the rational mail because I'm holding the book way out the fucking here. And I can't see it because, you know, if I bring it closer, it's blurry. But when I'm out here at arm's length, the font's too small. I can't fucking read it there. So I had to get glasses to read the rational mail, man. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm reluctant to read Casanova because that you still haven't read that dude look, i'll tell you what when i decide to get serious about casanova you guys are not gonna see me for probably like six months they're gonna be like did rob die he hasn't done a video he hasn't done a show he hasn't been on twitter and it's like no i'm reading casanova but that fucking holy bible of lust the fucking font on that is teeny and i'm just like oh my god how the you've fuck been, am I going to get through this thing? You've been talking about that thing for a year. Uh, I'm going to the bathroom real quick. Okay, you do that. You know what? I'm going to do the same. So, guys, since it's my show, you get commercials. Here's one for you. You guys will like this. Some of you know them. Some of you don't. Let's see. This one's a good one. There's one person nobody can resist, and that's a baby. So love made baby soft with the innocent scent of a cuddly, clean baby. That grew up very sexy, in foaming bath, body lotion, body powder, and body mist. So innocent, it may well be the sexiest fragrance around. Loves baby soft, because innocence is sexier than you think. For your baby, at Christmas. They sure work hard, don't they, Bonnie? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. And uh, let's go around back where we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? Hey, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter, Winston packs rich tobaccos specially selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney, Winston tastes good, like a cigarette chug. The Flintstone has been brought to you by Winston. America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. This is not good for my quitting. <laughs> oh, well, what are your plans for this weekend? Well, my birthday's coming up. Shit, this yes. Weekend, this weekend. So the belly dancer and I are going to the the mini version of the city of Tim, Wendover. And we're going to be spending the weekend in a uh, – basically, it's not a penthouse, but it's, it's not just your standard hotel casino room type of thing. It, it's, it's like a full, full – almost a full floor. Okay. Are you going to get the full top G experience with swap raids and everything? 
I, I might, uh, there might be a no knock warrant if I'm not careful. Okay. Cause I'm telling you, we have, we've got the bar in there. We've got the hot tub in there. We've got the big screen in there, you know, cause my dad called me up to say, Hey, you know, your birthday's coming up. I'd like to take you out to dinner. And I told him, you know, yeah, the belly dancer and I are going out to Wendover and we'll be back on this day. And at that point, you know, he and I can go to dinner. And he's like, oh, so you're going to go there and gamble your money, huh? And I'm like, I'm not going there to gamble. And he's like, well, what the hell are you going to do there? There's nothing else to do there. And I'm like, you've met my belly dancer, dad. I introduced your, you know, I introduced you guys over Christmas. We have a room that's pretty much a suite that's like three fucking rooms and we have a hot tub in the room and we have a sauna in the room and we have mirrors everywhere. What do you think I'm going to fucking do in Wendover? Oh, Boomer. yeah, yeah, yeah. He it, it, it didn't cross his mind that I'm, I'm going there to fuck. It, it's debauchery. We're going to get drunk. We're going to have sex. We're going to eat steak. Uh, you know, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. I, I've heard of them once. Oh, so there is this great, this really is one of their better life performances. It's in Belgium at Rock Werchter, or Richter, Werchter. And uh, Josh Holm, I don't know what he is, but he's fucked up out of his mind. And at a certain point, he's like, I want to get laid. I want to get drunk. I want to do fucking cool shit. Right? Oh, no, I want to get drunk. I want to get laid. I want to do fucking cool shit. What more do you need? The sun shining, the beautiful weather, rock and roll, and anal sex. You couldn't possibly need for more. All you've got left is nicotine, Valium, back it in, marijuana, ecstasy. Right, right. <laughs> Such a great performance. Well, it's like a, a friend and I back in high school, we had a, a band for about five minutes. And we had a song called No Sleep Till Sunday. Okay. Because this would have been like during summer when school's out and, you know, the parents are working and... And I had a pool in my backyard. I was one of the, the, the privileged, you know, kids that my family had a pool. Okay. Mm. And so, of course, I was popular for having a pool because all the neighborhood kids wanted to come over and swim in the pool. Well, during the summer, there was no sleep till Sunday because you do your thing. You'd go swim. You, you know, you may have had a job, but it was like a part-time gig type of thing. You weren't working full-time when you were like 16, 17, at least I wasn't. Okay. But the, the chorus to the song, now that you mentioned Queen's Stone Age, the, the chorus went, we're going to drink and swim and fuck. That's how it went. Oh my, oh dear. That oh was my. great. Oh, Chesty. This, this is why I love Chest. Right here. I, I'm an, I'm in a fluff chest right now. It's because degeneracy is underrated. And to go back to Daniel's comment, I, I like it, Daniel, because I thought about that. Am I going to do a full Nick August and like do a full on live stream from the hot tub? No, because one, the belly dancer, she knows what I do. She knows I do this shit. But I'm not putting her on blast. She doesn't want to be a part of it. I respect her right to privacy. Number two, you motherfuckers don't deserve that kind of entertainment. I'm not going to be all fucking showcasing like that for you guys when I could be getting my dick sucked. Uh-uh. That ain't happening. But, but 
I might do a few shorts from the from the suite, you know, to be like, hey, looky here. I'll pull an Andrew Tate. Oh, look at here, guys. My Bugatti's out in the fucking yard, and here's my place. Here's my pad. Here's my mansion. <laughs> I might do something like that. What color is your beanie? Right. You know, but I, I might do a few YouTube shorts from the fucking from the suite when we get in there and whatnot. I might do that for shits and giggles because, you know, I want the I want the Andrew Tate and the Alexander Cortez vibes. I might do some shorts from when we're getting steak at the steakhouse, you know, show my tomahawk for everybody. <laughs> How is Walmart Fabio doing? He's got no me blocked he, for years. Yeah he, yeah, he blocked me a while back, and thank God, because then I didn't have to see his stupid takes anymore. So I have no idea. I just remember when he was doing his tomahawk steak takes, and I'm just like, really? You know, but I could do the same thing, you know. I I I'm and like I said, but I'll do like little shorts, you know. But uh yeah, that way Ryan can go serious AJAC vibes, man. <laughs> Like I said, we you, we should thank whatever gods may be for that blessing in Canada. Where it's like, yeah, thank you for representing for what we actually want to do. He is the he is the grifter we need but do not deserve. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Couch be his name. You know what? Same here, Chest. I've been AJAC free for three years now too, and. Every day is it's a blessing. You know, I, I called him the Isle of Cortez for a reason because I followed him for about a minute because, you know, we all have to learn the hard way. And I realized I don't know how he is now besides the dumb hot takes. Never mind that. But the guy like either whether he's doing it through automation or he's like living on Twitter, the fucker posts like every five minutes. And it's like, oh, my God, my feed has become nothing but the Isle of Cortez. And it's like, oh, my God. And so I had to go in and say some flippant remark. And, of course, immediately I get blocked. And it's like, oh, God, blessed silence. I actually men, get to see my other other follows. I get to see what my other guys are saying. Nice. Men, men with no frame and what they do. I only tolerate positivity and the confirmation of my own farts. It's like, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a different phrasing that I forgot, so I went for that. Like the um, like you only want your own thoughts to be um, confirmed, but there's a different word for that. You know what I mean, right? You only want yes sayers. Mm, mm. Don't want no no sayers. No negativity. Don't want that. Though, no, honestly, I did that video on not having a sugar addiction, and people actually argue with me. So the point was, when I said you don't have a sugar addiction, and that it's mostly a mental model, because if you actually look at the facts, it's like, are you consuming, like, straight-up sugar? No, you're not. There's a combination of sugar, fats. And if and you quit sugar, you're not going to die. Exactly. Like, you won't really have retractions or whatever, other than maybe that you're glycogen, blah, yeah, 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 yeah. Things like you're that. not going to die. You're not going to go through withdrawal. Exactly. Give up sugar. It's not like kicking heroin. Exactly. So that was the point I made. And people actually argued with me. It's like, you're, you're missing the point. Like, you're being a bit facetious, aren't you? Yes. That's the point. <sighs> Chesty, this is why, you know, obviously the Isle of Cortez decided to do me the favor and nuke me, which I'm grateful for that block. But when you brought up Ed Lattimore, which I like Ed, I have, I have nothing against Ed. But like you said, 
dude. They will dominate your feeds. I don't follow Ed because every other motherfucker on the planet does. And they retweet him constantly. So I see Ed Lattimore all the time. Same with Zuby. I had to mute Zuby. Yeah, but I mean. I don't even care. I, I but, don't even fucking care. Yeah, but Ed can actually do some self-deprecation and be funny about it. Right. That's how you know. Now, like, can and, you do? He literally wrote the book on how to do Twitter. You know, engagement is the new cocaine or whatever he called it. Coffee so black. Unfortunately, right. I can't finish the joke because then I'll have the half of the United States on my ass. But <laughs> uh, you live in Europe, they'll 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 realize you're a duchy and not take you seriously. Yeah, we have smart to Pete, man. It's part of my culture. <laughs> right, 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 right. Robert, you're you you are you should be you should be. Did you see that? By the way, I think it's a stupid trend. The hatred on Glass Onion. Did you see that film, Glass Onion? Mm-mm. It's just a fun popcorn movie you put on on a Sunday afternoon. You sit back and you relax. Nothing more, nothing special. Just a bit of a a murder mystery. And maybe some things don't make sense. But that's the part of the film where it's like, yeah, of course it's not make sense. It's entertaining. Entertainment doesn't make sense. Right. And people are on it like it's the second coming of Hitler. It's like, Jesus Christ, it's just a fun popcorn flick. Don't take it too seriously. It wasn't meant to be taken seriously. Oh, this is garbage and blah, blah, blah. Look, it's not Citizen Kane. We didn't ask it to be. God, can you just enjoy something for what it is? <laughs> ben Shapiro got his panties in a bunch because of it. And now every every reviewer has got his panties in a bunch and sand in its vagina because, oh, glass onion sucks. Well, I don't think it did. It was entertaining i watched it on christmas it's like it's the same as knives out knives out was pretty cool and no dante not because of anna i mean it's a good plus to have i mean by god you know anna diaras no wood oh hey that that's my year i i wrote about it for january 1st it's the year of wood for me it's mm-hmm. like you know, I I do not give a fuck that's the point you know no but i mean anna diaras is that is as well, yeah, that's as close to as 10 as I would get. Whereas oh. she is just beautiful. I mean, really, just wow, just saying. Very bright eyes, but Latina is like perfect combo. Mm. It's like almost, well, no, Penelope Cruz is a whole different category, but hey, well, like, okay, you take Penelope Cruz, okay, okay, you mid her a bit, okay, just a bit. Like you, you turn right. the uh, you turn the knobs, you mid her a bit, and you give her bright eyes. That's on the just look her up. Well, uh, Anna with one I, end. I'm probably gonna have to now, but you know, since you called me the Obi Wan Kenobi, since you're Anakin, mm-hmm. and well, you know, Latinas are my speciality. You know, <laughs> I, I tend to counselor. Them in, yeah, that's right, counselor. <laughs> Latinas are my speciality. Because I, I, just, tend, I tend to be around them a lot, so all right. And in this case, the chancellor chancellor would actually be a Latina, and you would be making a fool out of yourself. No, no, <laughs> it's I, just so funny. Where it's like Sith Lords are our speciality. Palpatine's oh, just yeah. sitting there. Oh, really? Yeah, going. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's one thing. But you know what, Dre? How I tolerate Twitter 
And and I admit it's a love-hate relationship for me for the most part. There's been I don't know how many times over the last three years or so where I literally thought about nuking my fucking Twitter and just being done. It's like, ah, fuck it, because it is retarded as hell. But what keeps me tolerating it is Jack. It's Chesty. It's Ryan. It's Nick. It's Bull. It's Vince. It's TJ, even though he's not brief. Well, he's kind of brief on Twitter, so maybe that's why I like him better there. Uh, you know, it's it's Paul from Come On Man Podcast. It's the friendships I have made that ultimately keep me on Twitter and keep me coming back because it's a bar and it's guys pounding their chests and chicks showing their cleavage and it's all bullshit. Okay, and so I don't let anything bother me too much anymore just because it's all bullshit, but I look at the friends I've made, real life and some of them on screen, but to eventually for me to meet them in real life. That's my my mission when it comes to Twitter. Is, uh, these, there's people out there I want to meet that it's like, yeah, I want to meet this guy or I want to meet this woman, see what they're about. I'm okay. sharing my screen, by the way. Are you? Oh, shit. You, you found her. Okay, here we go. Let's let's add her to the show. I never lost her, Rob. I never lost her. <laughs> oh, wow. Let's bring this chick up. Hey, well, I got to get rid of your comment, Dre. There we go. Wow. You, you got more than just the headshot there, Cochise? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me look. Let me look. She Make played sure there's not nipple action or something that gets us nuked off YouTube. Oh, she was. You don't want to pull a John Modern Life type of shit where Vince, uh, you know, masculine geek got nuked because of John's Modern Life nipple. She was in um, No Time to Die as well. Oh well, I haven't seen that either. You haven't seen No Time to Die? No. <sighs> it's actually Dude, pretty I'm fun. A, I'm not a Bond fan. I, I did a whole video about beating off to Bond. I, I I'm not a Bond guy. I just I mean I I like old Bond, like a little bit of Sean Connery, definitely Roger Moore, you know, a little bit of Pierce Brosnan, but otherwise I, I just don't give a fuck. She played Marilyn Monroe as well, and people lost their minds because of that film. People really lost their minds <laughs> because of blue. <laughs> Well, you know, this is what you get, Kuzland. You know, you you follow me, you get all the degeneracy and the whamming and everything else I do. Let's see. We're going to quit this. That's right. Hello there. Hello there. I, I, I know how to do that line. Hello there. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Well, then you are lost. <laughs> Eat this, not that. Exactly. <laughs> Sharing screen again. Okay. Oh, shit. Do do we really want to share this with the guys? Do, do they are they worthy? No. And Fem Sapien follows me as well, Chest. She follows everybody. <laughs> Look at that. Exactly, boys. Eat this. Hello Not that. there. That's right. I, I'm okay with that. Hmm. Hello there. That's right. You More. should watch. Um, there's a, what's that film? Fists of Stone. It's about. Uh, a boxer in Panama. What's his name? A very famous boxer in Pan Panama. And she is in there as well. And like, she's almost naked all the time. Okay. I, you, I'm i sold. Almost naked all the time is my favorite. It's a pretty fun movie, by the way. Uh, Robert something. Roberto, blah, blah, blah. A very famous boxer from Panama. It's, it's a bit of a biopic. It's a good film. By the way. Blah, 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 blah. I, want, I want titties. 
but they have like 13 kids or something and they they do the birthing scenes and every time it's like roberto roberto Robert. he calls them all after himself <laughs> pretty funny yeah um, hats of stone that's the one you're not wrong chest there are a lot of latinas and polynesian women here the the trick you know and it and it kind of goes with both groups both with latinas and polynesian women the 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 polynesian women there there is no in the middle i've never seen a mid polynesian in utah they're either like holy fuck wood or they're like huh no get the fuck out of here type of shit and it's it's kind of like the same with latinas uh, i've really i mean granted i've seen a few mid latinas where it's like yeah she's all right you know, you, you wouldn't look at her twice. You you would bang for a slump buster, but otherwise, eh, you know, but either they're incredibly beautiful or they're just like, ooh, fuck. Oh, so it's like Asian women, they're, they look incredibly beautiful and young or like old and decrepit. There is no middle. <laughs> there is no Dude, middle. <laughs> and you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because at least when I was in college, and again, we're going, you know, back to the early 90s. There was a lot of Asian chicks and they were from, you know, like Japan, Korea, wherever, China. OK, they, they weren't American, you know, Asian. They were fucking Asian, Asian. They they spoke very little English, you know. They it was a hoot trying to lob, lob, oh yeah, lob. That, that sounds more like Latino almost. But yeah, but they they struggled with their English. But that that was endearing about them because they were they were trying and they were learning. But it, there was there was some absolute stunners where you're just like, oh, you know, it took the breath out of you when you saw them. But then there was the other side where it's like, oh, my God, have you ever heard of a dentist and orthodontic work? And 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 you got to do something about that acne you got going on, girl, you know, and, and they were fat even back then, you know, <coughs> back in the early 90s. You know, they, they either were hot or they were hideous. There was no in between with the Asian chicks. Teeth. Teeth are a window to your hygiene. Crooked yellow teeth are bad. Straight white teeth are good. Now, there's genetics at play here and some things you can't change. Over the years, a man's, man's teeth will take a beating. A couple of crowns and good teeth whitening can be the difference between a complimentary smile and the creepy old guy with coffee breath. It costs money, so start saving. This has been an expert from Frame, Praxeology, Volume 1, written by Ryan Stone. Get it, kids. Get the damn book. <laughs> Look at that cold bug showed up. What up, buddy? Me rubbed you one time, dude. Uh -oh. Gray, you, no, it, it's no, 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 dude. Mm -mm. Utah, most people. That's one of the the secrets of Utah that Utah doesn't admit to. Everybody thinks that it, we're a white nation and that we're all you know these trad cons. Which yes, there's a lot of them, and that's what you see on the television. The Mormons all have your own personal struggles. Have right. uh, have a painter scene going the on. Is, the truth <laughs> is, half the population in Utah as of today is not. La is not LDS. They're not Latter-day Saints. Okay, so 50-50 now. Half the population in Utah is not LDS. Salt Lake City and all the big cities are blue. They are liberal. Okay, we have liberal mayors running the, the city of Salt Lake itself, the, the downtown area, running it into the ground, trying to be the next San Francisco. 
okay, that's just kind of how it goes. And so we are very diverse, actually, which is not bad because a lot of the women that I have met, I've had the pleasure to to bed, all of that. They're transplants. They're not coupons. Well, they're not right. from here. I have to disagree with you. You do have LDS, Latin dirty sluts. Right. <laughs> 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 I love that interaction you and I had on Twitter about Hunter. <laughs> mm, mm -hmm. The dog meme. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, him and his wife, yeah. And, and, and you know, Chesty probably knows more about that because I know Hunter goes back to the, to the, the Reddit days. You know, he, he was, you know, incubated and originated from that fucking hellhole. Um, Chef, maybe you can clear something up for me personally. Mm -hmm. His whole thing about, like, he found out his wife cheated and so he cheated on her and threw it back in her face because, you know, in his eyes, two wrongs make a right type of thing. I, I, that part I get. The part that I'm, I'm, I'm still, I don't know, confused or nebulous about, I don't understand. When the, the alleged or the confirmed indiscretion happened, were they married or were they not? And do you know, were they, if they were not married, if this was when they were still just in their dating phase, was there anything to say that there was Fidel, you know, or there was exclusivity, you know, like they promised to be good to each other. Cause I heard that, you know, he went out on deployment and was doing his thing for the Navy and she got lonely and, and then she hit it and then he found out. And that's when he had his moment of, of truth. I believe, I believe they were married because his reasoning was she's the mother of my kids. Oh, while engaged. Oh, oh, shit. I was wrong. Okay, there we go. They it's while they were engaged. Oh, wow. Okay. Because oh, here that's the one. Marty brought it. Supposedly, he found out while they were married and they had kids, but it right. happened before when they were dating. Supposedly, found out two years after they were married. It took place while they were engaged. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, that brings up a fun topic that I, I, I want to at least touch on, just mm -hmm. from my point of view, okay? Have I ever been cheated on? Not to my knowledge, okay? Number one right there. I'm not saying I have, but if they did, I never knew about it, okay? So how would I handle cheating? To be honest, I don't know. I don't know how I would handle that, okay? It depends on the relationship. For me, I think if we were engaged or we were married and there was this uh, expectation of exclusivity, then yeah, I think I'd probably take it pretty bad, okay? But if it's just dating like I am with the belly dancer and it's, hey, I'm going to do my thing, you're going to do your thing, I don't want the dirty details, you go out and do whatever you want to do, and I'm going to do the same. Well, then it's not really cheating. I guess that's the classical definition of an open relationship, okay? That it's like, I, you do you, I'm going to do me. I, as long as when you're with me, you're with me. You're not texting and talking to other dudes, whatever, okay? So the cheating part I'm on the fence about, about like, how would I react to that? But the part that fucks with me, the part where I'd have to be like, oh, no, we're done here, is the lying, the covering it up. 
that's the part that that that's the deal breaker for me because i have had that type of deception where things were covered up not infidelity but other things were covered up enough that i was like i don't trust you anymore i can't yeah, trust that is such a weird moment because like i've caught girls lying to others and then it's already gnawing on you where it's like oh if she lies to her parents then what does she lies about to me and then she actually catch the lie she told you and it's just for some odd reason it's just done the feelings you had like the attraction's still there but it's like yeah i don't want to commit to you anymore it's like right yeah uh, i check you but that's well, like it. i said uh, it, to my knowledge i've never been cheated on to my knowledge but that's not saying i haven't i just I have no idea okay but the the part that when i've heard you know the different variations and the flavors of of hunters uh whole thing and so now i'm getting even more of the picture tonight and i'm glad thank you guys i because it actually has been sitting kind of in the back of my mind because i'm like would infidelity be enough you know to leave and i'm like i don't know i don't know because i i've not been down that road so i don't know how i would react to that i it would it would require well what are the expectations what are, what are what are the terms if you will you know what is our relationship okay in order you know define cheating as as dre said but the lying part the covering it up and hoping he doesn't find out and Oh, and then he did, he stumbled across it or whatever, or somebody brought it up to him. However, it came about that he became aware of it. That's the part that's the, that's the mortal sin for me. That's the part where I, I can't trust you. So, you know what? Never mind the cheating part. That's, you know, the icing on the cake, but it's the, the, the lying and the deception that I can't tolerate. No, same here. Trust you. And I have that with family members. Right. And you know what the weird thing? And I told I did tell you this behind the scenes, didn't I? I think I did tell you. And otherwise I'll tell you in a moment. Okay. But it's bad. Because everything they say to you, you start to doubt. Where it's like you lied about this. So probably right. about that. Right. That's that's my point. You know, because I've had that betrayal. I've had that the lies of omission as chest is calling it. Okay. I've had that where well, gee, you know, you fucking lied to me about this. So what else have you lied about? And what are you going to lie about in the future? And that's for me is where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm out. You know, never mind infidelity. It's just like, oh, I, I can trust you to be you. But what you've showed me is you are not a trustworthy person. Oh, and but that's the, that's even, uh, Rolo mentioned that. And it's a good quote where it's like do you even trust women and it's like i trust women to be women that's all you need to do right all you need to do and i'm not saying all women are unfaithful they can no, be but no. not all of them well and and that's oh, sorry no no, no. They, they all can be not all of them will be right but it's better to act as if blah 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 blah. right well and and i i i'll, I'll take my spin on that one Okay, and, and this is how I look at it. This is why I can have a, I guess, a positive outlook on women. All right, because yeah, women are women and they're going to do women things. Okay, mm -hmm. but what one does 
does not mean that all women are, okay? So the sins of one in my book, a woman, you know, commits a sin against me, so to speak, against our relationship, whatever that relationship may be. She may be damned. I may kick her out of heaven and be like, you're gone, be gone, wench, okay? But that doesn't mean the next woman, I'm not looking at hers, well, you're going to do the same thing. I don't pass the sin, the original sin from one onto the the next woman. The next woman gets a clean slate with me until she fucks that up. You know, that's how I look at it. Yeah, but that's the whole relationship thing as well. You give her opportunities to screw you over, and if she doesn't, she can stay. Right, but I don't assume she's going to screw me over. Oh, no, me neither. Yeah, I, that's the thing where I think a lot of guys get that area wrong or they fuck it up is they may say, oh, yeah, I'm going to start over with this new woman. But they assume she is going to fuck it up just like the prior one did, where I look at it and go, I don't make that assumption. You know, you get an A on the report card starting out with me. It's yours to fuck up, you know, and depending on what you do, you you might drop to a B. Then again, you might drop immediately, uh, immediately to an F and you just failed. You're out. The only thing I assume these days when dating is that she has other guys she's seeing. Oh, of course. This is the only thing I assume, and it's like, um, I don't care. I just just assume there's like one, two, maybe even three in the background, and I'll see where it goes. I don't want to know if it's true or not. I just assume there is, and I go from there. That's it. That's the whole notch count thing as well. And I think I'm starting to agree more and more with Ryan that a woman's notch count doesn't really matter. And the guys who care are just afraid hers is higher than his. And they are. Yeah, where it's like almost always that that's where assume she's a slut, but don't obsess over it. Because no. odds are her notch count is higher than yours. And and granted, when you've been around like you have Jack. Like I have, are you calling me a whore? Yes, you're a whore. <laughs> you're a bigger whore than me, too. Okay, And I am proud of that. You man whore. I'm okay? proud of but, that. But one thing that's fun about getting experience, guys, besides just the enjoyment of the moment of having the experience. you get Put on pole. Experience. Put on pole. Oh, no, it is the best. It is not the worst. You're going to go there? Okay, go there. All right, I'm giving you the conch for a minute here, Jack. Like, it's the best one because it just gives that sense of detachment. Of course she's not yours. She is her own human being who makes her own choices with her own opinion and her own, like, experience through life. It depends on how you interpret that phrase. And yes, a lot of guys misinterpret that phrase where it's like, oh no, she belongs to the streets or whatever. No, it means she is her own sentient being and she's not property, so she can leave whenever she wants. You're not together because you own each other. You are together because you want each other. But she's still her own person. So yeah, to me, it's actually one of the better ways to view things. And I do the same thing with friends where it's like, yeah, you know, you're your own person. You can do your own things. Nobody owns anybody. That's how I view it. Eh, She's not yours. No one is. No one ever was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, chest. I love it. Playing into the kayfabe. I love it. It, It's a circus. Yeah, but, but please correct me. 
Oh, man, I love it, you guys. Yep. But, you know, I, I had to go and take a piss, so I didn't catch the whole thing you said. But I, I understand exact. I understand actually where both of you are coming from. Yeah, because and it I, is one of the I, most misinterpreted phrases. Right. Yeah, and it is. And And my own take on it is two things. One, there's always another woman, okay, which means she's not disposable. She's not garbage that you throw out when you're done, but she's also not irreplaceable, okay? So if something happens and she wants to go or she needs to go because a boundary was violated, whatever it may be, yeah, you're, you might be devastated for a minute because, hey, I've, I've been there a few times where, yeah, after this woman left, I was fucking heartbroken. I was devastated. But I also knew there's always another woman, and lo and behold, sure as shit, there is. And so that's kind of my spin on the whole she's not yours, it's just your turn. As I look at it as, well, there's always another woman. That doesn't mean I want to lose you or I expect to lose you and I'm going to cope with it. It's just you're not irreplaceable, just like I'm not irreplaceable. I know damn well Belly Dancer, if she wanted to tomorrow, could find another dude. I could never replace you, Rob. Don't say silly things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll, you'll be, you know, I'll, I'll tell you one day I'm going to retire, Jack, and you're going to go, oh, I'm going to miss you, old man. And then you're going to have Paul on the show or somebody else, you know, and good on you if you do, you know, you don't need to hang up the saddle just because I decide to fucking go off into the sunset. You know, I wouldn't. It's like continuing the band with another drummer. It's like you can, but you can't. Even Slayer, when they got Paul Bostaff instead right. of uh, Dave Lombardo, you hear the difference. Maybe you don't, but I do. <laughs> no, and I understand. I know what you mean. It's kind of like when What's-His-Name joined Motley Crue after Vince got the boot for a minute. you know. And I get it. Yeah, it's not the same, but the band still went on. They still made a bunch of money. They still put out an album. You know, it might have been their least popular album, but I, I even wonder about that. But we're what's getting the, off track there. You know. No, uh, what's the other one? Um, Black Sabbath and Dio and even Anthrax had a different singer. Right. No. Oh, I, and that was uh, shit because uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Now I can't remember either one of them. The original oh. singer of, of Anthrax. And then they brought on the guy. He used to be an armored saint. Okay. And to be honest, I actually liked him because he's got a deeper voice. He's he's kind of like uh, Bruce Dickinson, but not quite as high pitched. And I thought his voice actually meshed very well with Anthrax's sound. Okay, but you know they brought back Joey Belladonna was the original singer. They brought him back, which was cool because he had a different vibe, a different energy, and he was the original singer. You know, but it's it's kind of like Kiss. They get rid of Ace Freely, but they brought on ultimately Bruce Kulick, which in my opinion was a way better guitarist than Ace Freely ever could have been. But there was a lot of detractors for that. Yeah, but in all honesty, isn't Kiss really Gene Simmons and um um it's Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Let's no, be I'm honest. I'm not. I you know, but but we're not it's a, it's a, fans. It's, have, have you have you seen um, the the Al Yankovic film? No. There's such a good joke in there about Queen. 
There really is. So there's the scene by the pool and then in uh, Hollywood and things like that. And all these celebrity musicians are, are there. And all of a sudden, this posh guy comes in. Well, I'm blah, 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 blah. And everybody just falls silent. And he goes, um, the bassist from Queen. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows who that is. Who is the bass player from Queen? I don't fucking know. Right. Well, you know, and kind of like cold bug you know there's no sabbath well without iomi uh i'm not gonna necessarily disagree but here's here's the thing kind of like after kurt cobain uh you know did his final exit or however that went but you know what's his name he the drummer that went on to do the other band your your guy dave dave yeah dave, yeah, dave Grohl. okay granted he didn't they didn't carry on nirvana because it wasn't Nirvana without Kurt. But Dave Grohl went on to do what Foo Fighters? Is that who the fuck it was? Yeah, Foo Fighters. Okay. Went on to do Foo Fighters. And they, from what I understand, they actually did even better than Nirvana did. Okay. And he went on to do other things. And it, it's kind of the same thing. You may not have Black Sabbath because I'm seeing some dudes in there talking about, you know, Dio and Black Sabbath. And I enjoyed Dio and Black Sabbath. But Black Sabbath is not Black Sabbath without Ozzy. Okay. Because he was the original dude. All right. Uh, what the hell's this? Yeah, we're, we are. We're gonna. We're, we're getting there, Jack. We're almost there. Okay, but you know, I'm. I'm not saying I don't like Dio in Black Sabbath. I thought Heaven and Hell was a fantastic album. Okay, but it's not the same as NIV or the original Black Sabbath songs sung by Ozzy Osbourne. But mm -hmm. they went on and did just fine with Dio. Okay. Or you could go on like Ozzy did. He went solo and got even bigger than Black Sabbath. You know, you can go on with a different woman and have a better relationship or a more satisfying relationship than the one you just got out of. I've done it a couple of times where it's like, shit, okay, I get out of one. Yeah, I'm fucked up for a while. I'm heartbroken, but this woman walks in and knocks my fucking lights out. And it's like, oh, shit. But then she's got to go because that's what they do. All right, it's your turn to go. That's where it's she's not yours. It's just your turn. And there's always another woman. I'm heartbroken for a minute, but hey, I'm not going to play MGTOW Sad 269 and take my ball and go home. No, I'm going to get back out there eventually and date. And I meet another woman and wow, she's fucking amazing too. You know, I, I'm I'm still me, Rob, the singer of the band. I'm just not Nirvana anymore. Now I'm Foo Fighters. That's all it is. But I'm still doing my shit. I still drink Bud Light. And when I leave, yes, you can put it by the microphone as Marty said. But I got to show Paul's tip. I love your golf clap, Jack. You've got that down to like a science. Come on, man, podcast. And I, I want to say it the way I think that Paul would appreciate it. It's come on, man, podcast for $5. I've been here long enough. Time for a tip. Just the tip. That's all. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're going to wrap it up because Jack's got to poop. And it's getting late for me uh, because it's almost midnight here. And I've been up since 5. Oh, and we normally do these shows for about an hour and we're going about an hour and a half right now. So, you know, we've taken Red Evening way beyond the curves of sanity here. Jack, you got any final word for the audience? Holy diver! 
That's such a good diver. Such a good song by Dio. I was like, what do I know Dio for? Right, I know diver. Hey, you wanna you wanna hear a decent album from Dio? Go listen to Dream Evil. Which one was the the one with the rainbow? Rainbow in the dark. Oh, thank you. That's the one. Rainbow in the dark wasn't that him with Rainbow? Could be. I think it was because he was with Rainbow and then he went to Sabbath. But like that, maybe those... Sabbath and then he went to Rainbow. I forget the goddamn timeline. Is that seventies or eighties where it's like metal was just Dungeons and Dragons with electric guitar oh, and drums? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all it was. Yeah, that that's what we called Viking metal back in the day. It's not even like all of it is just is just medieval awesome swords and shields and like mana war even like have what seen, the hell have you seen spinal tap jack of course okay this well, one goes to 11 i was gonna say because that was the whole ripoff of that whole time era it's such a good show That's oh right. we did uh red hawk and governor and i did a show on Red Hawk's channel. I'm going to look that up real quick. You put that in the chat. Yeah. Uh, you, are, you are a moderator on my chat, I, I believe. So you should be able to put the link up. Oh, he only needs 29 more subs. Hey, guys, you need to sign up for Red Hawk's channel. I wish I had subs. That would be nice. What to do Dude, the subs. Stubbies, stubbies are great. <laughs> oh, um, now now I hear myself. Um, and there was something else I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, my mailing list. I would really appreciate it if you get on that. Right now, the monthly accountability program is closed. But if you want to stay updated on when there will be a spot available, you can get on my email list, get the exercise performance course for free, and be updated on when a new spot for personal training in the monthly accountability program will be opened up. That's it from me. Rob, what do you got? Why, thanks, Jack. Go to robsays.net. Oh, wait, you're already kind of here, so never mind. Anyway, exactly. Guys, we're gonna we're gonna go. I got something for you that I normally only play on other ones, but since it's my turn to fly the the, the good ship lollipop, I got something for you. Here we go. Lord, I've had a good laugh, and I think I lived it right. But there's a big old orgy waiting for me in the sky. I'm sure behind them pearly gates there's booze and weed and pills. But if there ain't sluts in heaven, Lord, send me down to hell. I'll See you guys. Any other time. See you guys.